Come on! No come on. way, man. That sounds like a David Faker knock! Mmm, 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 yes! Welcome to That's Good Sports, I'm Brandon. Steve Atwater may have finally been inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend, but he was once again outshined by John Elway Perna. I now present to you Scooter Elway. Johnny John John! If it is nighttime, during the offseason, find John Elway and have your camera ready because he's always going to give you gold. Hall of Fame gold jacket gold. Okay, I'll dominate mine too. Good for you, bud. You know what? That's too bad. Johnny John John! Scooter Elway. Steve Atwater, one of the best safeties to ever play the game, got into the hall along with another safety and first ballot guy, Troy Polamalu, and Colorado's own Calais Campbell won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for being the least like Antonio Brown in 2019. Now Tom Brady may actually go to the Raiders, and Deion Sanders is the most petty man in sports. I'll discuss all of that here. Let's get sports. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Now, it may have only taken 20 seasons, but the New England Patriots are finally willing to pay Tom Brady 30-plus million per year to keep him around. Bill Belichick must be slipping. Brady didn't have a bad season by any means, but he had one of his least effective seasons we've seen in a while. And now, now the Patriots want to pay him what he was worth three seasons ago? The moment Brady doesn't look like a $30 million quarterback is when Bill Belichick wants to pay him as such? Is Bill trying to handicap himself out of boredom? I think it's time that the Patriots trade Belichick before he goes full senile and offers Andy Dalton $30 million if Brady says no. Or maybe Belichick is just still drunk from Gronk's beach party. That can be the only explanation besides dementia. Wait, ah shit, no wait. Brady, the Brady to the Raiders rumors might actually be true, which means Belichick is just driving up the price for the poorest owner in the league in Mark Davis. This is Bill Belichick playing chess while the rest of the GMs play scooter races. You're gonna get tired of that John Elway clip before I do. Now, I have no idea if Brady is actually a good fit with the Las Vegas Raiders, but it's clear Gruden is ready to send his car to the junkyard. Time to trade in the Honda for the older but more reliable Toyota. Derek Carr is set to make 19 million this year, but if Oakland does sign Brady, they can cut Carr with just a dead cap hit of 5 million. So it will be pretty cool to see Tom Brady finally get paid what he's worth just so he can finish third in the AFC West. Now this year's Hall of Fame inductees will include Steve Atwater, Steelers safety Troy Polamalu, Colts running back Edron James, Seahawks slash Vikings guard Steve Hutchinson, and Rams receiver Isaac Bruce. All these guys deserve the honor. Troy Polamalu is one of the most fun safeties I've ever watched play the game, and Isaac Bruce finished his career fifth all-time in receiving yards at 15,208, which is incredibly impressive if you understand he did it 13th all-time in receptions. His yak was insane. All of these guys deserve a full episode, but I'm going to focus on the player I know in Steve Atwater. The smiling assassin was my favorite player growing up. 
My grandpa had all of these football highlight VHS tapes that I would watch, and one of them had the Christian Okoye hit on it. Yes, the one where Atwater sat the Nigerian nightmare down, psychoanalyzed his dreams, and kindly removed his name Nightmare so he could never be scared of sleeping again. I loved Steve Atwater so much that when I was 13, I asked my parents if I could get a sex change so I could grow up and be Steve's full-time maid. Luckily, they said no. Not because they looked down upon that profession, but they knew I didn't have what it took to keep things in order. The real lucky bit is I don't think Steve has a maid. He works for local radio here in Denver, so I doubt he has enough money to even rent a scooter. The John Elway scooter video came to the glorious grips of the internet by way of athletic reporter Nikki Jabala, who also posted this Larry Johnson math-like observation about Steve Atwater's induction into the Hall of Fame. Champ Bailey, Floyd Little, Shannon Sharp, Pat Bolin, Terrell Davis, Gary Zimmerman, and Willie Brown got into the Hall before Steve, who became the eighth Denver Bronco to get into Canton. This was his third time as a finalist and 16th year of eligibility, and when you add those all together, it's Atwater's number 27. Now, I know that may seem frivolous, but I bring it up to help console Packers fans pissed that Atwater got in ahead of Leroy Butler. Packers fans, figure out some weird math to add up to the number 36 and your guy will get in. It's pretty simple. Packers fans who think Leroy Butler should have gotten in instead of Steve Atwater can suck it. Packers fans who think both should have gotten in do not have to suck it. Yes, Butler had better stats than Atwater, but they were used much differently as safeties. It's why Atwater has 358 more solo tackles than Butler. Steve was a ferocious hitter and in 14 fewer games stopped offensive players all by himself 358 more times than Butler. And he did it with shoulder pads that would have been too big for the fridge. We're not talking about linebackers here where tackle numbers skyrocket for guys who usually play on shitty teams because their offense is never on the field. Atwater's tackles as a safety are very relevant. Butler will get in, and knowing guys like Brian Dawkins, Steve Atwater, Ed Reed, and Troy Polamalu all got in over the last two to three years, it's clear the NFL is finally, finally taking safety seriously. Well, unless of course Deion Sanders gets his way. I'm sure that selfish, petty man wouldn't allow another guy who played in the secondary into the Hall of Fame ever again. This week, Sanders expressed his anger with the Hall of Fame, saying, too many guys are getting in. He stated, once upon a time, a Hall of Famer was a player who changed the darn game, who made you want to reach in your pocket and pay your admission to see that guy play. So basically the opposite of the way I feel every time I see Deion Sanders on the NFL Network. By that definition, there should be zero offensive linemen in the Hall of Fame. Not even former linemen pay to attend a football game to watch other linemen play. We've known Dion is a narcissist forever, but now he's just getting old. If you start a sentence with, once upon a time, or things used to be better when, you're officially approaching your get off my lawn years. He went on to say, they let everybody in this thing. It's not exclusive anymore and I don't like it. They literally do not let anyone in Dion. But to provide clarity, Dion would like Hall of Famers to be defined as someone who had a profound take and a profound influence on the game. 
Ironic that as a network analyst, you've never had a single profound take on the game. But I can see where you're coming from. When Peyton Manning gets into the hall in 2021, we'll quote his 539 profound takes and his 71,940 influences on the game. That's how the hall works. I just love that Dion is upset because as more people get into the hall, he feels less special. It's a special type of selfish to achieve the highest honor in your profession and then not want others to obtain it. Here's the thing, not every player who is truly great can quote, change the game the way Dion wants Hall of Famers to have done. Dion certainly didn't. That ball hawk, Dion Sanders, isn't even in the top 20 all time for interceptions. Rod Woodson, Darren Sharper, uh, Charles Woodson and Aqib Tlaib all had more pick sixes than Dion, and he's tied ninth all time for punt returns for touchdowns. Fucking Darian Gordon has as many punt tutties as you during your career, Dion. Had Skip Bayless not tweeted this, I would have named Dion to my exclusive Hall of Fame of unbearables. But for one more year, that belongs to Skip, who is bearing it all just to win the honor. Back to Leroy Butler. Here's the thing. Uh, he doesn't have the mystique of a guy like Steve Atwater. Only Packers fans really remember him. Hell, I thought he was a boxer until Packers fans started bitching on Twitter like I would have done had Steve Atwater not gotten in. The difference between Butler and Atwater is this. When Ed Reed is walking down the hall and fans yell, hardest hitting safety of all time, and he looks back and corrects that error by saying, nah, that's Steve Atwater. That's when you know Steve is a legend and deserves to be in the hall. And that info was per Ryan Koenigsberg. And Ed Reed has been advocating for Steve Atwater for a while now. This is what he said last year at this time. I pray to God that Steve Atwater gets in. If I get in and he don't get in, you know, I'd rather give my space to him. I've been advocating for Atwater longer than Reed. And I'm here today to discuss why Steve Atwater should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but not nearly as effectively. So congrats, Steve Atwater, Leroy Butler, good luck in 2021. Oh, yes, sir! Welcome to Canton, brother. Yes, sir! Never had a better one. Yes, sir! Now, Steve Harvey hosted the NFL Honors Awards uh, for the second straight year, and since he made fun of zero players, he'll probably be back again next year. He did manage to work in the word sphincter. He's locking his anus. Call a speakster. I respect that. But his best joke was about diversity. If you give us one black coach, just one, we gonna give y'all two white cornerbacks. If you walk into any house, you will see a white corner, but look onto a football field on Sunday and the only thing you won't see is a white corner. It is funny how zero white guys are athletic enough to play corner. And I think that actually highlights how hard that position is to play. Cornerbacks may be the most underrated position in terms of how tough it is in all sports. Anyway, this year's winners of the awards that aren't Super Bowl MVP are Lamar Jackson got the NFL MVP honors like we all assumed. Nick Bosa was named Defensive Rookie of the Year. Kyler Murray, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Ryan Tannehill, Comeback Player of the Year. Michael Thomas, Offensive Player of the Year. And corner Stephon Gilmore, Defensive Player of the Year. And finally, John Harbaugh got Coach of the Year. I'm not going to argue with this list. All of these guys deserve to be there. 
But think about how crazy the NFL is. Ryan Tannehill just won Comeback Player of the Year. He won two playoff games, and he may not even start for the team that he did that for in 2020. He's a free agent, and Tom Brady has also been rumored to the Titans. I think Tannehill will return to Tennessee, but the fact that it's a question is crazy to me. But that's why I love this crazy game they call football. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter, Instagram. If you want to follow me at those places for other social media shenanigans. And again, congratulations to Steve Atwater, a legend at the safety position. So deserving. Ah, oh, yes. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.